<laughs> Welcome back for another episode of Sahur Bites. This time we're recapping episodes. I've lost track, actually. Yazia, you want to tell us? 17, 18, and 19, and 20. It's somehow like so long, but also nothing happened, but also still very pointless. You know, the huge. This has been basically the theme of the show. And if you can't tell, we love it so, so much. It brings me joy. You know what it does? It helps me compare my life to it. And <laughs> I, I feel like in a na'ish of na'mat. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So if there's anything that we've learned from the show is alhamdulillah, we're not dumb. Or anything dumb adjacent. <laughs> Also, that the TV channels are just trying to, you know, burn through some airtime with the pointless, pointless scenes that, you know, we're following. We're like, okay, okay, what's happening? Okay, wait, wait, wait a minute. Did I miss something? Yes, there's definitely been several moments when I'm like, okay, here we are. Wait, nothing happened. Wait, is this going to come back? It never comes back. Why did you do that to me? Why did you bother filming that? There's also been several phone calls between characters that said nothing, revealed nothing, <laughs> revealed nothing about plots, personality, <laughs> internal <laughs> emotions, dynamics. I just want to know the writers of the show, like what are they aiming for? Like, what is going on in their minds, you know? I can answer that question for you. They were told that they had uh, 30 episodes and that they had to fill the time. And they went, go. Go for it. This whole thing could have been a 25-minute episode. Like, so far. So far, we're 20 episodes in and it could have been 20 minutes of my time. You know, it gives me hope, though. If there's any budding writers out there, anyone aspiring to do television and film... <laughs> the bar is so low. And what annoys me is, for a second, is that the production value is pretty decent. Some of the shots, you know, the art, it has a very artistic feel to it. It's like you have the artistic ability, but you're just using it in all the wrong ways. You have the artistic ability, but you don't have the material. I'm sure that, you know, someone sat down with them and explained, so this scene, we want it to look like this, and we want this other scene to look like that. But I don't care about the script. It's not important. Just, just put anything out there. And like the acting is there. They just, they don't have anything to work with. Like everyone's giving it all they can, I feel, but... Not everyone. Okay, sorry. Oh yeah, that's not sorry. Not everyone, sorry. please. That's that. I think the ones that are really trying are the ones that have been like in the business the longest. So they have reputations to worry about. Um, and you know what? The people who are acting, I appreciate you and I am rooting for you. And if, you know. Okay, there's like there's like three people who are, you know, really trying, but they don't have anything to work with. This is the most PC criticism. Because you know who you are. You know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> this is clearly going to happen every Ramadan. So yeah, I, mean, I think we just, we should brace ourselves and just put our seatbelts on and just, you know, go through with this crash. Speaking of seatbelts, this is something that does not happen in the show. But also why? Why are you supporting? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, why yeah. are you supporting this train wreck of a show? <laughs> so uh, I'm going to put aside... All of the misogyny and the constant violence and the constant yelling. And I just had something to, you know, a kind of let's ponder this, a chicken and the egg situation. Do we think that all of this violence and abuse against each other, against women, came because all of the shows that we grew up with in the 90s and the 80s were written like this? 
Or was it because all of those shows were written like this that now this is all we have? No, no. Wait a minute. The 80s and the 90s, the shows, there was this one grand slap that happens. Like, you would wait for that one slap. So far, this entire show is, you know, all violence. Yeah, and violence. (laughs) All violence. It's so aggressive. And all threats of violence, too. Yes. It's also become a norm, like... I feel like between each other, like, you know, whenever Abdullah like threatens to smack someone across the face or whatever, it's like, oh, ha, 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 ha. perpetual threats. Like, I just want to know, how can you live like that? I feel like everyone has high blood pressure and a lot of mental health issues. <laughs> oh my God. I can't, I can't even, I can't even comment on how problematic it is anymore because it's every other scene. Abrar is like, akil? this happened recently. I'm like, and she's like, okay, what? kind of look family dynamics are we supporting again? and and when he was actually nice to her she asked him she's like wow where is this all coming from again okay let's, let's talk about the acting just just let's take a step back to the acting the actress that is her name is noor right i cannot take this woman seriously she always looks like she's about to crack up She's saying the most dramatic things and then ends it with a smile. <laughs> like, hey, did you see what I did there? <laughs> also, I don't think the terrible wig that they have on her head helps at all. Like, haram alaykum al-bnaya, she's cute. Like, why have you why have you doomed her to a strangely cut up wig? <laughs> no, it's not. I think it's growing on me. Is it is it growing on you or have you just accepted it? Just as we've accepted some of the personalities in the show, I think I think it's acceptance. What what's the stages of uh, of grief? Wait, I actually know this: denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Acceptance is the last one, <laughs> guys. I think this is in the fifth episode of our podcast. There was a lot of denial. There was a lot of anger. There was depression last episode. <laughs> and if we've reached acceptance. It is what it is. Now we're just like, okay, this is where we're at. It is what it is. Zuz, do you want to do a really quick recap? Okay, really quick recap. I'll just give the major plot points. Baba Ghanim out of jail. Yusuf and Abdullah in jail. Samira still a She is so terrible to her mother, Ibtahal, that uh, in sadness, Ibtahal goes home and dies in her sleep. So there's no point for me to continue watching. Like, really. <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> like, there's nothing left. Oh, and the worst part, Samira finds out her mom's dead. And then her only issue is, Once again, has managed to make this about herself. Girl, when are you going to learn? When are you going to learn? Oh, Sheikh and Yusuf have broken up. He said, I need to concentrate on my future. In the pathetic break. First of all, Yusuf chooses his dumbass brother, breaks up with Sheikha within the stupidest scene. And the worst part is they've been telling each other the truth, right? So she knows all the truth. So why wouldn't he tell her this this time? Because basically, he breaks up with her because Bedr, if you don't break up with her, every time anything happens, you tell Sheikha. This time, you decide you're not going to tell her. It's but it doesn't make sense with the rest of the <laughs> I think it's because like he told him call me uncle what an asshole you know what she re- her baba in the beginning was like kill you with this guy's family you don't deserve this and you know what baba you're right 
Sheikha, get yourself a better man. Because he's like, there's not like, I can't root for him. I think in the, he did it out of like embarrassment or something. Or maybe he actually thought about it. And he's like, you know what? My family is f***ed up. She deserves better. You know what the worst part of all of this is that even though Yusuf does what creepy administrator tells him to do, creepy administrator still goes and tells the police that his brother, that Abdullah is the one that stole the bikes. So that that's why they end up in jail. So what was the point of all of there that? There was no point. And then while, while we're with creepy administrator, Bibi, his little spy, basically this whole time is like, I, I shouldn't be doing this, but I thought about my own future. I shouldn't be doing this, but I want to pass med school. And then he tells her, I take whatever I want since I was a kid. Why would I stop now? And she says, you have a problem. You're sick. Um, Yes, he's been sick. We know this. But then she comes back again and tells him, please don't hurt them. But you know he will. That's exactly what he's been doing. <laughs> but, but the moment when she walks into the office and starts yelling at him and like flipping the shit, basically flipping everything on the table and says, And that's, that is exactly what she's going to do. And you like, but the payoff doesn't really yeah. hit because at that point we hate everyone. So I don't care. Except, Except for, for Baba Hanim. Hanim. Like, so we already hate everyone. So even if people start trying to quote unquote redeem themselves, they've done so much crap that had. Other people who have been trying to redeem themselves in the past few episodes. Mubarak tried to redeem himself, okay? And Meha showed that she is literally the devil incarnate because he's like, okay, I'm gonna go to Ibtahal. Like, you you wanna see how childish these men in the show are? He was like, since my whole plan, the only reason I did all of this was to embarrass her and make her apologize. But since that doesn't work, I'm gonna go and, you know, undo the talaq. Uh, he went to the court and he divorced her. Lawyer in the room, uh, is this allowed? <laughs> Can you just go say, like... I mean, he even continues and explains and says, I'm gonna go and ask for her to come back. And then she says, but how? You divorced her. He says, <laughs> I only I mean, But again, I wanted to explain to everyone listening. It does not mean he used the three talqat. Okay? Because this is a very big misconception. Yeah, listen, it's not uno, okay? It's not plus three. This isn't how shit works. Ilmuham. And then you went to the mahkamah and talked her like official. What is this? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, yeah. But I was going to say, even that, he goes to Ibtahal. Whatever, whatever. But it was all your fault. <laughs> the men in the show, not only are they childish, they don't know how to apologize or accept like other people not accepting their apologies. There's a Saudi saying that says, Like, you're trying to do something nice, at least be nice. As Ilyazia said, the boys are the boys are back in town. The boys are back in jail. At this point, the Makhfar needs a special suite for Ayla Ghanim. Every weekend. And it's and it's always the same officer at the reception. Like, dude, moving on. There was another legal point that I was going crazy over. So basically they're in there and the solution to get them out is it's okay. We'll go to everyone who they've stolen money from and we'll just give them the money back and ask them for forgiveness and we can get the boys out. The boys, they go to jail and they're wearing uniforms. 
So I'm sitting there thinking, why do those guys get a uniform? Why does the, <laughs> the other guy has a long, long ass residency in jail? And we still don't know what he was in there for Baba Ghanim's old cellmate. All we know is that he really loved Baba Ghanim. <laughs> and that apparently it's very important because, because apparently we're supposed to be sympathizing with criminals. The whole the show is filled with criminals that we, they expect us to sympathize with. No, but hold on a second. If Baba Ghanim got out on Al-Afa, Al-Amiri, okay? The only people that don't get out for Al-Afa, I think, are either rapists or murderers. I'm not sure. I'll have to double check. But I'm pretty sure that's where they draw the line for the Al-Afa. There are no lines here. <laughs> this show has no lines. If I hear... If I hear the word مغفر one more time, Trani, أنا روحي بروح list. As we have, you know, uh, deduced that this show has no logic. No logic. Maha, after Ibtahal dies, tries to, uh, um, she remembers in Allah folk, like, you know. Oh yeah, she's praying. All of a sudden, and she said, I never meant for Ibtihad, like for something bad to happen to her. Actual quote, I wish she's dead. She said that three times in the first few episodes. I wish your mother would die. It's just a little too late. Two, two thirds of the like the hell trinity, which is what I like to call uh, Naif, Maha, and Samira, the hell trinity, because you know they're going straight there. Finally, realize that they've been terrible, terrible people, and it only took the death of one of their, you know, former best friend slash mother, right? So, like, I literally thought that you were singing that song. I wrote down a note. Do you all remember that singer JoJo from the early two thousands and her hit "Too Little, Too Late"? I think it applies to this situation. Either that or. Too late to apologize. Take your pick, guys. Take your pick. Any final wrap-up thoughts for these episodes? Oh, there's one more thing. Uh, Ghadir. We I don't talk want about to because she's such an idiot. Oh. <laughs> well, she tells her brother that that it's over between her and Abdullah. And then all of a sudden... She did? Yeah, she, on the phone. Oh, I completely missed that. I completely missed that. Me too, I missed that. <laughs> there was one conversation that actually gave us information. And then there is this whole monologue with Della, Habibi, I miss you. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, you, you're still with him? I mean, do you, do you, girl, do you see a future with this criminal? First of all, he has nothing to offer. Every time you've spoken to him, he's threatened to beat the crap out of you. He's, there's no, oh, I can't. I'm no, not, doing, not doing this anymore. Not doing this anymore. <laughs> this is Stockholm Syndrome. It literally is. She just like, but she smiles every time he says anything remotely nice. And then two seconds later, he threatens to smack her over the head. The mo- it's like the motivations of the characters don't make sense. The stakes in the show don't really make sense. The law, law doesn't make sense. And then also music. Can we talk about how there's one song? One song, like different alhan for every family. For example, we're in the Shire now. Now we're in Rohan. Now we're in Mordor. One, one song. They got one composer. <laughs> That's where the budget was restricted. And they play the suspenseful music. Parts, Muffy suspense. So we were watching and then the music like, duh, 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 and you're like, yeah, yeah, what's going to happen? Who's going to get, you know, punched? And then nothing. You got me all worked up for 
nothing. Oh, and it, we found out that that flashback, how they have the little transition into the flashbacks, the one that looks like it's better off in like a sci-fi movie. It's not just for Baba Ghanem's flashbacks. It's for anyone who ever has a flashback. So yeah, nothing is, none of the past flashbacks have been useful. But the Wahab divorces Samira. <laughs> we, mabruk, mabruk. Congratulations on divorce. Mabruk. Oh yeah, congratulations everyone. Who saw that coming? It takes her to get a pregnancy like test done. غصب عشان بس يطلقها وهو يعني مرتاح. Wait, he did? Why? Yeah. Oh, I missed that too. <laughs> um, all of us actually went like, yeah, chicken في حماس. Also, I just wanted to make a note and say that as a borderline pacifist, I don't condone physical violence in any way. Right, especially what's been happening in the show. But by God, did I not want someone to just punch Samira in the face when she started yelling a crush? Also, Amaima is looking more and more and more suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. We thought the show was about the murder of the mother, but that's not. That's not what's happening. Yeah, so the only thing that has been contributed into the murder mystery plotline, other than Baba Ghanem writing down names on a piece of paper. And then disappearing to jail for half the show. All of his old family pictures are gone. Somebody mysteriously burns the albums that he was looking at. The auntie, the auntie that came back after 30 years is definitely the killer. She's so nice, but she's so hella suspicious. She's trying to. That's why we think it maybe was an accident, but still. It's still murder. Accidental murder is still murder. Accidental murder is technically considered manslaughter. Oh my God, we have law. <laughs> Which sounds so much worse than just murder. She definitely did it. I mean, look at her. On that note, uh, catch you guys next time. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious.